ready, good sir. I am ready. Go for it. All right. Not live, but pre-recorded. <laughs> I'm expecting Travis to pop. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, from what do we used to call this place? Uh, the cockpit. Yes. Well, we're not in the. We're not. Well, we're no, not, the landing strip. The landing strip. Right, so, yes. right, so here now we're in the lounge. The lounge of the yeah. landing strip. The landing strip lounge. Yeah. It's just. No, no, it's, no. it's fucking six feet from we're, the kitchen. We're Terminal B. Ter- oh, okay. Yeah. From Terminal B in the landing strip in Houston, Texas. <laughs> it's the 337th edition. 373rd. Uh, ah, three. <laughs> God damn it. You think it's, I haven't done this in a while. Uh, yes. <laughs> of Houston Wrestling Radio. This is Abel. This is Hector. No, it's not. That's Chris. Ah, oh, down. This is Arnold. No, that's not. Ah, oh, fuck. I feel like it. Look at these boobs. Ooh, papa. <laughs> Hey, the the reason why we're not doing video is because Chris doesn't have his shirt on. Neither do you. Shut up. You just have a handprint. What the hell did Randy do to you? (laughs) You the people? (laughs) (laughs) That was Jack Swagger's music, right? Yeah, whatever. Feet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I got you a greeting card. It's in there. Oh, you did. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I choo choo choose you. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. And I'm not lying. Like you keep Wait. going through the intro. Well, I finished the fucking intro. You keep well, going. Well, uh, uh, okay. There, he ran away to the bedroom. Um, uh, yeah. If you're joining us, uh, not live. That. Oh, I see it. I choo choo choose you. Wow. This is a real fucking Simpsons. I choo choose you. Fucking card. Where'd you get this shit? Etsy fool. <laughs> I, bought, I actually bought another one that says, let's be friends, and there's a picture of a bee on it. Oh, I was yes. debating who to give both of them to, if anyone. Oh, well, we'll see come Valentine's Day. Well, here Day. I am. <laughs> see come Valentine's Day. Shirtless and all. <laughs> I think the handprint means you're spoken for. <laughs> there's room for another hand. Oh, I understand. Oh, like I haven't seen Randy's profile on Tinder. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know the game you're playing. I just oh. got the wrong controller. Oh, shit. Goddamn. <laughs> and on that note... Oh, wait. We're just starting. Fuck. Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, you're not watching us live. You're listening to us pre-recorded. Uh, so that means... Uh, follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Houston Wrestling Radio. Or on Twitter at Wrestling Radio. Sorry that we're not live on the YouTube in video because uh, technical difficulties. Today has been a comedy of errors. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So many uh, changed plans <laughs> last minute. Uh, yeah, but uh, we're we're trucking through here. Uh, your computer is at twenty percent updates. Yes. So now, so we're recording on your computer, audio only, and hopefully it lasts. And hopefully it works. <laughs> yes. So um. Chris, what, what brings us here this fine day? I was hoping to get the threesome, the third in our threesome, to come. Hector. Arnold. Oh, that one. He's since he has such a great lifestyle that he doesn't need to work. Right. He took the time to binge every Royal Rumble match leading up to yeah. the Royal Rumble and every sending us texts about all these fallacies. Wait, every, every Rumble match? I thought he watched every Rumble pay-per-view. Uh, or was it just the match? I might have just been the match. 
Oh, I there's think... not enough time for him to watch every Rumble pay per view. Yes, there is. That boy ain't got no yeah, job. Yeah, but he started late. He started like like a week and a half in advance. He got he he got two kids and a wife. <laughs> he ain't got time for all that shit. Yeah, well. And I want him to just come over here and just verbal diarrhea, blech, all these Rumble stats that put Michael Cole to shame. Mm-hmm. But he ain't here either. He ain't here either. Damn it. Uh, but regardless, with Arnold or not, the right. Rumble did happen. Yes. Finally, the WWE is gone just about with the Elimination Chamber coming up. It will have been a full calendar year through COVID. And this was one of the last episodes, one of the last pay-per-views. Overall, what did you think of the of the Rumble in the Thunderdome? I think I've grown accustomed to the Thunderdome enough to where it's not a factor as strongly for me. I know for you it is, but for me it's still television. So whatever. Um, I, I'm not too hung up on the, oh, it's in the Thunderdome and there's not real people anymore. I, I think I've bought into the illusion of the piped-in cheers and booze and, and what have you. So I, I'm okay. Fine. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Timing, structure, par- on, on a personal level, that weekend I had gone to Baton Rouge to help a friend of a friend move. Really? Uh, yeah, oh, okay. that friend of a friend didn't let us know until we fucking got to Baton Rouge that his new apartment was on the third goddamn floor! Oh, ching Oh, Why does he play games with me? Why does he play games with me? Uh. But we wound up doing the job. Saturday night, stayed over. He at least give you pizza or Got something? blitzed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then Sunday we start, started driving back, so... Was it like, pivot! Pivot! <laughs> so, so, I, so I literally... For the first time in a very long time, watched the Royal Rumble live alone in my apartment. So there was no reaction around me. Gotcha. To soak in. Mm-hmm. So I was had to rely on the on the on the reaction from a bunch of cameras and piped in noise and yeah. it just it it's it set in pretty grimly pretty quickly that this wasn't my average rumble experience. Okay. Overall, whether it was on which side of the TV you're, you're, you're focusing on. Um, there are some highs. There's some lows. Um, off the top of your head, give me a high. Um, damn. Okay. Uh, you're putting me on the spot here. Okay. Uh-huh. I like to do that around here. Yeah, I know you do. You son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, overall, I, I really like the women's rumble. Yeah. Is it okay if we talk about the women's rumble? You just started it. Before. I thought the women's rumble was better than the men's. Okay. I liked it better. I liked it better. Um, and it's not just because Bianca won. And I think that's maybe the highest of high. Bianca won. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy with Bianca Belair being the winner. But um, the shit with Billy Kay was just so good. It was so funny. Thunder Stealer. Uh, I don't know. Like, she's a comedy, you know, uh, comedic relief, and I think she did the comedic relief very well. Uh, I, I'm okay with it, and I, I was I was sports entertained. Um, My MVP of the entire pay-per-view was Billy Kay. Okay. That was a new presentation on 
pretty much a beaten stick, you know, because we've had tag teams and rumbles before, and you're always waiting for your partner to bail you out from a sticky situation. Yeah. So for Billy Kay to be on commentary <laughs> with, their, with their photograph resume and everything, yeah. and like handing it to people, and they wound up being everybody's punching bag. Um, it made a lot of that rum- the first half of that rumble go pretty smooth. It did. Yeah. Um, Bianca's performance. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks, so I'm trying to remember. But for the most part, I was in love with Bianca's performance. Okay. Um, it, my attention, I woke, and not as a slight to Bianca, but again, we're, we're preconditioned to two Rumble matches, and this one was first. So I try to conserve my energy a bit, especially after the long weekend. But man, did my, did my BPMs go oh, up yeah. when, when Rhea Ripley came out, and then right after that, woo! And um, it, it was good. I liked it. Um, I'll go to the comparison to the men's in a minute because you 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 made it pretty obvious that you like the women's better than the men's. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, were there anything that was there anything that underwhelmed you in the women's rumble? Underwhelmed? Not really. I think I was either whelmed or overwhelmed. Okay. You know, uh, in, in a good way. Like, I, I maybe I just didn't have as high as expectations for it, but I think this is the best women's rumble that we've had yet. Um, uh, you know, it was way better than the first. The second was all right. Uh, last year's, you know, um, it was the tale of two rumbles the same way how the men's was the tale of two rumbles. And, and this one didn't feel the same like that. It, it finally felt like, okay, this women's rumble has its own fucking rumble feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was cool with it and I, I wasn't really sure who was going, going to win. Uh, when it came down to the final three with Charlotte and Rhea and, and uh, Belair, I was like, oh, shit, man, I'm nervous that Charlotte's actually going to win this. And then they swerved me. They threw Charlotte out, and it was just down to to Bianca and Rhea. And I'm like, holy shit. That right there, I already knew I was going to get a winner I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't really care who out of the two it was, but I, I was ecstatic that Bianca won it. So, um I, I love the finish. I love the in-between. There was some somebody. Was it you or was it Hector? Or maybe it was somebody else said something like in a chat or something that they didn't like the the men interrupting the rumble. I said that. That was you? Yeah. Okay. I, defend yourself and I have a rebuttal. Hmm. It's weird to say because I can't really blame this on the audience because the audience tends to hijack shit. You know, the audience were chanting for men's husbands in the first Royal Rumble match. Yeah, yeah. Um, or women's husbands. Oh, uh, yeah. was it uh, Santina was in the second Rumble? Uh, yes. And all the girls threw them out? Yeah. Um, it just feels like... It just feels like they don't give the women the opportunity to, to be on an equal... Santina f- was in last, last year's, 2020. 2020? Yeah. It just feels like they don't give the woman, the women the opportunity to be an equal footing. Oh, we have to have somebody interrupt. We have to have some kind of stick. We have to have some kind of gimmick in order for, for people to feel like, oh, this rumble was worth it. It wasn't that bad because like XYZ and this happened, you know, and seeing our truth out there for a split second when he goes, oh, wrong one, dog. And he turned, <laughs> turned around. I was like, if that's it, I'm fine because it's our truth. Right. He's a national treasure. He gets a pass. Even if it's not this nation, he's yeah. a treasure. Yeah. But then everybody else started. I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck me in this. Oh, oh, oh. 
Now, see, I, 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 I extend I extend that exception all the way through mm-hmm. the entire shtick. Not everybody has that. Well, it's not because of everybody. I think it's because our truth is the ringleader of that whole 24-7 goofiness. So him coming out, oh, damn, it's the wrong one. That was funny. I liked it. And then, well, there's our truth. If you see our truth with the the twenty four seven I thirty five three hundred seventy two days a year championship seven eleven seven eleven, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. The rest are gonna come out. And I, I, I kind of feel like there was a bit of a dip where I might have felt the way you feel now, but it all got circled back around and redeemed when Billy Kay won the fucking twenty four seven championship. I thought it was Alicia Fox. Er. Was it? It was Alicia Fox. It was Alicia Fox. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting my funnies confused. Yeah. <laughs> but it was Alicia Fox. And I was like, oh, this is fucking great. So I I don't know. I, I came back around to it. The fact that, like, it was our truth. You expect 24-7 shenanigans to happen. But then Alicia Fox won it in the Rumble. Like, that just made the 24-7 championship shtick keep going. I, I can't believe how, how much legs this thing has actually had. It still has legs. Um, and so I was, I was cool with it and I was thoroughly entertained even by that. I didn't see it as a, det- a detraction from the women's rumble match. Is it easy to say that Victoria was the best return? Uh, yeah. For the women? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I always like seeing Victoria. Is there anyone you would have wanted to see in the women's rumble that didn't show up? Uh, no. I, I don't think I want to see any more, um quote-unquote, legends come back in the women's rumbles. I, I, I don't want to see that. Um, because they did it to death in the first one, and a little yeah. and it was already dead, and they were beating that dead horse in the second one, even though there was less. Uh, so I, I don't want to really see anymore. If I get a surprise in a women's rumble, I want it to be an NXT call-up or somebody that just, like, showed up from somewhere else. Like, if fucking Taya Valkyrie showed up and went, what the fuck, Taya Valkyrie? Holy shit. Her or contract's Jordan, been up. Or Jordan Grace. If, like, she yeah. shows up in 2022, oh my god, it's fucking Jordan Grace! You know, I, I, somebody that, like, is making their debut in WWE, you know, for the women. That'd be awesome. I don't need to see any more of these surprise legend comebacks for, for the ladies. At least for another couple of years. It's funny you mention that because if there was one woman that I would have loved to see in this Rumble, it would have been Raquel Gonzalez. Well, that's not a legend. No, a, a surprise. A, just a, just a entrance. surprise. Raquel. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm okay Raquel. with Raquel. Yeah. Um, no, she would have been a good one. Uh, she would have been a good ring clearer because yeah. there is one flaw in that women's rumble. There is a couple of points in time when I was like, okay, somebody needs to come out to clear the ring. It's either going to be like Tamina or Nia, or Nia yes. you know. Uh, but it like didn't happen, <laughs> and they didn't build Rhea as that woman either, right? For her yeah. to be her side. Yeah, yeah, they needed somebody to clear the ring for a, a little while. Yeah, Raquel would have been a good one. Staying on topic with Raquel, her partner, man, that had a, I had a give up and say a, a silent prayer for Dakota Kai. Did you see her elimination? <laughs> yeah, that was on nasty. On both of her fucking repaired knees? Yeah. Was... On the hardest part of the ring? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that God. just shows you that it works. Yeah. Her, her knees are okay, folks. Uh, for now. Yeah. Um, You compared the women to the men. It's funny because last year we thought it was a positive that it, both the matches were a tale of two rumbles. Yeah. Last year, Bianca cleaned house for the first half. Then the Queen showed up, polished off the second half, and wound up winning 
On the men's side, Lesnar cleared the first half, and then McIntyre eliminated Lesnar, and he he finished the whole thing off. Yeah. So it kind of felt like heads and tails of the same coin. Right. And it feels like we got the same thing this year because Bianca went in number three, made it all the way. Yeah. And then we go to the men. Edge is number one. one. Yeah. And he made it all the way to the end. Yeah. So what is it about the men's rumble that makes you think that it wasn't as good or better than the women's? Well, I didn't say that it was bad. I thought the men's rumble was good as well. I like the women's a little bit better just because, I don't know, maybe I had lower expectations or I just... Or you're more sympathetic for Bianca winning than you are Edge. Edge had his moment last year. This is Bianca's moment. This is her year. I'm also not upset that Edge won. Um... By the way, in our Royal Rumble pool, I wound up pulling number one, which was Edge, and I thought for sure I'm not winning shit. But then I wound up winning, so yeah, I won the Rumble pool. Which was the prize? What was the prize? The prize was various uh, gifts that people uh, uh, bought. So it was uh, like different figures and this and that. But the one thing that I was really uh, excited for was uh, some of JR's spice mix. so yeah, oh. yeah. So I got I got some Jr. Spice Mix, and uh, Aaron also said, "Hey, uh, he was gonna throw in uh, any shirt off of his um, uh, Red Bubble. Public, or yeah. Red Bubble. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, just pick any shirt, he'll order it and give it to us." So I got a Banff with a Nightcrawler shirt. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I also wound up getting a um, a Micro Brawler that was supposed to be random pick. Guess who the random pick was? Edge. No, Christian. No. Kenny Omega. No, look at me. Brett Swagger. It's Bret Hart. Oh! <laughs> so it was perfect. I won that, and then it wound up being Brett. Uh, and then there was a couple of other like figures. I was not guessing. Yeah. There was a couple of other figures and stuff that um, I was like, well, I'm trying to you know, tamp down the clutter in my house. So oh. I was like, kids, y'all have it. So like uh, Gwen and Parker and Jordan and... Uh, uh, Bacon and Foreman's nieces and nephews, they wound up getting the rest of it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Edge wins. Edge wins. What's your first thought that pops in your head? Well, I was happy. You know, uh, I, I'm not disappointed or angry or upset. I was I was surprised. I, I really didn't think Edge was going to do it, especially when it was... This is what made the difference right here. Here's the difference. The difference is... Randy Orton going to the back because he's injured. Oh, no. Whoa, I could telegraph that shit from a mile away. He's going to come back later on in the Rumble and cost Edge. And then when it got closer and closer to 30, and when it got closer and closer to Final Four, I was like, oh, shit. Edge is going all the way just to get got by Orton. And Orton's going to, oh, God. So I that the entire Rumble from when... Orton went out until Orton came back. I was dreading it. I was dreading the action that in the ring. And I think that's maybe why I didn't like it as much as I enjoyed the women's. Because I was like, okay, when's Orton coming back to screw Edge? Where, where's Orton? Where's Orton? Where's Orton? And then I also kind of shifted gears because we're like, all right, we're at 25, 26, 27. Where the fuck is the fiend? You know? I, I like, <laughs> And then 30 hits. No fiend? What the fuck? There's no Fiend and we're waiting on Orton to screw Edge? Oh my god. Come on. So, um... It, it and was, the Fiend didn't even cost Orton the, his own elimination. Yeah! So it's like, what the fuck? So, like, I don't know, man. I, I didn't really dig it, but the one redeeming quality of it that kind of brought me back around a little bit is the fact that Orton 
tried to cost Edge, and it backfired and it didn't work, and Edge wound up winning. That was a nice little swerve. That's I enjoyed first, that. That's not the first time that's happened either. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to say this as a slight to the women because the women's rumbles are new, and so far they've been they've been pretty fun to watch, especially this year with Bianca winning. But I've grown up on thirty years of men's rumbles, yeah. So there's a lot more weight on the men's rumbles as far as anticipation, as far as critiquing, as far as overall score. And the beginning of the rumble was very underwhelming when at the, probably at the point where Mustafa Ali came in. Okay. And that's where I, sidebar, if uh, if my girlfriend got COVID and cost me a chance to win the Rumble and go to WrestleMania, I would dump her immediately. Uh, sorry, Keith. Um, and we'll talk about you again later and apologize again later. God um, damn. So, you're really, okay. So. Get some water. <laughs> so if you're, if you're a leader of a group that's got. If you're a leader of a group with four guys and a girl, and your leader comes out early in the rumble, and then a couple of more entrants later, and your leader gets eliminated from the rumble, where the fuck's your crew? Yeah, it's oh god, I, I've I've said the I've said the sent me quote a lot in the last couple of months on the show, and I'm not going to say it again, but I will say this. I would have completely booked that thing differently. Uh, if I would have had Ali come out at six or seven or whatever position he wound up coming in, I would have had the whole group in tow. And I as backup, and, and not not just as backup, they would all run into the ring together and they would all eliminate or beat up as many people. An Orton injury would have been a lot more believable if four people beat the fuck out of him as opposed mm. to just whatever happened with Orton and Edge. You could have beaten the hell out of Edge and thrown him through the middle rope. And then build the story of Ali bitching out uh, Dijakovic or bitching out fucking Brennan. You've been watching wrestling for how long? You throw them over, stupid. Yeah. But something. And then have everybody in the ring. And one by one, Mustafa starts, and the crew starts retributioning on the fucking Rumble. This is the first Rumble with retribution. This is the first Rumble in a, quite a while that hasn't, ha- that hasn't had a, that has had a, a group. You want to go back yeah. to the to the League of Nations when Roman defended the title four years ago. Before that, what was it? Nexus. Yeah, did Nexus do that in one Rumble? It depends which one, because then there was the Nexus with CM Punk leading. Yeah, and so it's it. They could have done something really cool with Retribution and kind of redeemed what the whole storyline was about. Which, if they were trying to be anti-establishment against the WWE. That would have been a perfect opportunity to assert this is what we're doing by tarnishing up all the riffraff at the beginning of the Rumble. You got 30 guys to go through. You're telling me that like five, six, maybe even 10 of them aren't expendable? Yeah, expend them out by by having Retribution just toss over fucking mid-card. I would go one step further and after like the fifth guy, I'd have Vince McMahon walk out there. This isn't how this works. Bang! Knock that old man's ass out too. (laughs) <laughs> like really ham over anti-establishment. Yeah, you know, against the grain. Do what we want to do, and it just that felt so. I felt so flat. And then for me, the the rumble or adding everything else that I said earlier, the equation of my experience overall in that time frame watching the rumble live, it just sank like a roller coaster. Just 
it bopped up a little bit when Christian came back. Yep. Seeing that look on Edge's face. That Edge, was... Because Edge didn't know. That was a great <laughs> moment. Edge and Christian. Edge selling uh, on, on his... On his stomach or whatever, like, oh, God, I'm so beat up. But you see that little itty-bitty crack of a smile when he's like, okay, yeah. my Calvary's coming. There's Christian. Like, yeah. that was cool. And uh-huh. looked great. Yeah. Still it hadn't lost a step. Yeah. Um, what else? is uh, Carlito. Oh, he was looking good, too. I- I'm happy that he's back. Short term, maybe long term. Maybe long term, maybe um, short term, whatever. I- I'm happy he's back. I, I would pull a typical Vince McMahon and I would sign him just so that he doesn't go to AEW. <laughs> Carlos Colon Jr. Yeah. If you, if you let him with his own name, with that heritage, yeah. on a wrestling show, not a sports entertainment show, yeah. he, he could flourish. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if that three-week tryout turned into a year-long contract. He could replace Sammy Guevara. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm, I'm drawing blanks on anything else that happened in the men's rumble. Uh, the hurricane note. came in and tried to choke slam uh, who? And it didn't work. I forget. Who. I forget. But that was a nice little callback. Yeah. Do you remember when? No. 2002. There we go. The hurricane tried to choke slam Steve Austin and, and Triple H. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they pulled through his ass over. So that was a nice little callback. Um, Edge wins. First thought that pops in my mind is he has to go for Roman. Okay. He has to be killed by Roman. He has to be killed by Roman. Yes. Um, again, the send me the check joke. You can build up. You can have the mini bosses. We can have Edge and Christian team up against the Usos. Yeah. As the the precursor. Yeah. Um, I might. I don't know which chat which chat I mentioned this because I have several between us. Um. There needs to be that dominant. There needs to be that comeback story or or solidified babyface that Roman needs to destroy to solidify his heel run. Mm. So if it was Goldberg, or if it was even Hogan, yeah, like they, they, there was rumors about on the internet's with a Z that there was a finish for the Men's Royal Rumble that people were gonna shit all over. Mm. I would have loved it if Hulk Hogan won. Just for him to get destroyed by Roman at WrestleMania. Okay. But they're doing something similar with Edge. Because what happened last week? I don't remember. <laughs> what happened? An old-ass motherfucker in the same stadium won another goddamn Super Bowl. Oh! So it's easy to push the old-timer, one more run, brother, yeah. and have Edge hopes and dreams at his WrestleMania to be squashed to fucking death. By and, Roman to and, put over Roman and as a you know legit why guy. it's perfect because I think Edge might be the only guy of those type of guys that are quote unquote old timers or whatever because Edge isn't that old of an old timer right and he's not part time like, he's been he, on three shows this week <laughs> right he's on the young side of part timer yeah. right but he's that kind of guy where he can be the baby face that gets fed to the heel Roman. You can't really do that with Hogan or any any of these other fucking names that you rattled off, you know? The, or Goldberg, because it's like, oh, ugh, Hogan versus Roman. Ugh, Goldberg versus Roman. Ugh, you know, it's, it's going to be like, nobody gives a shit. You know, and, but and, pe- and that because you're not going to get a match. Yeah, with, with Edge, Edge, you get a match. Yeah. With Edge, 
He's the face and people are actually going to cheer for him and they're actually going to boo the heel Roman. So it actually going to this is actually going to work if, if they and go it that way. Just because Edge hasn't been on WWE television in the last 9 years doesn't mean Edge has lost his chops. He's been acting. He is a yeah. good person to tell we'll touch on it earlier. His promo in NXT, his promo on on Raw, uh, his lack of promo on SmackDown, he is as far as being in front of a red light and a camera, he hasn't lost a step. He's, in fact, he's, he's elevated everything. Yeah. He's improved. Yeah. He's improved everything. Um, but like I said, I'm expecting Edge to just get demolished by Roman. Put over yeah. that Roman is, is legit the heel. We're going to see a heel Roman for years to come. And I am all for it. Okay. Now, that being said... That it's almost like we're speaking as though it's almost a foregone conclusion that he's going with Roman, right? Mm -hmm. But indulge me, if you will. Do you want to see him against Drew? I do. Why? I think it would be a really good face versus face passing of the torch. That does could he be... need it? He just got it from yes. Goldberg. Yes, I think he does because I he wow. just got it from Orton, and they get it, get it from Edge. He's just collecting those those fucking accolades. He's being the legend killer without actually being the legend killer. Not being cocky about it, but being respectful about it. And I think that face versus face thing is something that you need at Mania. At Mania, you need the mega face versus another mega face every now and again. And I think that this would work. And I think this would be enough to where when Drew beats him, it's not like, oh, goddamn, this guy. It'd be like... Wow, that was a good match. Respect to both of these guys, and you elevate Drew even a little bit more. Like, there's going to be a bit of hate watching when it comes to Edge versus Roman. But when it comes to Edge versus Drew, I'm down for both. And I'm cool when Drew wins, because I think Drew will. But you know what? If Edge pulls off the upset, Let me indulge you I'm going to be more. okay with that, too. Let me indulge you a little more Go since ahead. you said it. Please. What if Edge beats... Fucking Drew McIntyre in the first match. If Edge beat Drew at Drew's game, Drew can't sleep at night until he beats Edge at Edge's game. And we get a rematch. Tables, ladders, chairs. That's got me erect. <laughs> I... Would you still be as erect if Sheamus winds up winning the belt at Elimination Chamber and we get Edge versus Sheamus? No. Why? No, I, I, I don't need Edge versus Sheamus. What I need is Sheamus versus Drew at some point. Now, it doesn't doesn't need to be right now. It doesn't need to be at Elimination Chamber. It could be after Mania. Fastlane's also coming up between now and then. Sure, why not? But um, I, I want to see that match. Um, I, 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 I don't like the fact that WWE lately, in the last like half a decade or so, has not done slow burns when it comes to best friend rivalries, right? Like, they'll, they'll, they'll say three to six months, oh, hey, these guys are best friends. Hey, did you know they were best friends? Well, guess what? Stab in the back. Oh, my God, they were best friends forever, and now they're fighting each other. I just meal. Like, no, no, no. They haven't had a true, proper, not behind the scenes, out in public, in front of the telly, you know, when the camera light is red, True blue fucking long-term friendship that they've had somebody stab in the back after a long time. Um, it, it seems like they, they keep manufacturing these friends just to break them up within six months. And that's very unfortunate for Drew and Sheamus because 
they actually are friends from way back in the day, except we just didn't really know about it in front of the fucking telly. So, just because they've been showing it off in the last couple of months, that, I mean, oh, great, when's the backstab going to come? Oh, no, there it is. Mm-hmm. You know, so, eh, yeah, whatever. I, I mean, that part of it sucks, but I still am intrigued enough to where I think this could be a good matchup and a good rivalry, and they could put on good in-between-the-bells action. Talk to me a little bit about Edge versus Finn. I think that is a pipe dream. It's not going to happen at all. Um, but if this was Bizarro World, if this was Earth 52, you know, um, then, oh my God, I'd be fucking fawning all over this. I would love to see Edge versus Finn. Um, I, I think the promos will be pretty good, if not great. And I think the uh, the match itself will be really good. And that's that's a dream match I didn't know that I wanted, right? Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll see your Finn versus, versus Edge, and I'll raise you Edge versus Cross. Oh. I think that promo... Where Cross came came across him in the in the parking lot, that gave me more goosebumpies than him going out and saying, "Hey, Pete Dunn, you're a good guy. Hey, Finn, you're a good guy. I think you'll have a good, respectful match." Like, yeah, that was fine. But no, I really got the the the, the tinglies. I yes, I really got that when when it was like carrying Cross out there with Edge is like, you know what? You're talking about them, but you're forgetting I'm gonna be the champ by that time. Oh, how? <laughs> Because he's just going to beat the ass of one of the two somehow in between here The and there. thing that turns me off about that fantasy matchup is the way Killian, uh, Dave, uh, Carrion. The, the way Carrion Cross has been built up on that brand up to this point to be damn near unstoppable. Yeah. I don't see Roman as damn near unstoppable. I see him as methodical, slow. The stories are going to be good. The promos building up. I don't mind at all seeing Scarlet Bordeaux every fucking uh, week. Papa. Depending what day of the week, I might not mind Killian Cross and Damien the Cross guy either. But <laughs> you can't even say. I don't want to. I don't. For whatever reason, I don't think on uh, in in the ring, Edge and Cross will mesh well together. Okay, that's what I don't get. And just to round off what we mentioned earlier, because you called it on, you talked about it a second ago. It's I don't I on and it's, and I like the guy. He's had some great title reigns. I, I finally got to see him wrestle live once. There's no way in hell they're gonna give us Edge versus Pete Dunn. No, 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 done, done. So no. that's the least likely of all these yeah. scenarios. That's the very least likely. No, 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 no. The least least likely of all these scenarios is Edge versus Miz. Miz somehow cashes it in before WrestleMania and Edge is going to Oh, no, the least, 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 menos least is Kevin Owens. Uh, and I would love to see Edge versus Kevin Owens for whatever reason. I would love I to see I think the too. back and forth would be fun, and I think they might be able to pull something out in the ring that we might not be expecting. Yeah. The whole Miz stuff, man, if, if we're going to detour for a second, again, why the booking sucks? Why is the Miz in this fucking elimination chamber? Mm. He's the fucking money in the bank holder. He doesn't need to be in an elimination. The replacement chamber. is obvious, right? 
Of uh, who? Morrison. You're oh. my buddy. Soften the fool up for me so I can come in and slide in the cut. And take that shit. Yeah. Because if I win, we, we win. win. But they're oh, not, oh. They're not hey, the New hey. Day. They're not the New Day. I can see Morrison fucking backstabbing him. Eventually. Yeah. Because, again, they can't keep friends at all at WWE. <laughs> Except can't. for the New Fuck, Day. No. Yeah. God damn. So... Match of the night from Royal Rumble, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm gonna spit it out. Carmella and Sasha. What? 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 You could, hey, don't look at me. You you said it. We can't have Rumble matches as our match of the week. So if you're leaving me with the last man standing, and what was the other match? Oh, the the two minutes Goldberg and fucking Drew. Really? I'm taking Carmella's the best match Carmella's had so far. Okay. The first time I saw Sasha, I was like, you know what? Or my might have been the Mandalorian stuff in me. Like, you know what? I might be. I, I could fuck with this. Okay. With, the Sasha stuff's finally starting to resonate. Carmella was looking good in the loss. Um, I know we we jumped around with the men, but I don't I don't see any outcome other than Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. That mania, hopefully, throw them a nice a nice meaty bone. Have them end the first night. Ooh. I would end the first night with Bianca Belair, W R E S T O mania, WrestleMania. Have Bianca end the show with the pyro and the title and the okay. coronation. Oh, you're so gonna... you're having her beat Sasha? Oh yeah. Okay. Without a doubt. Um, I don't see any other contenders. I don't see Bianca and Oscar. I don't see Bianca and Io. <laughs> I don't see Bianca and um, what are the other women uh, in, in this title match? I don't see any of them. No, Bianca and, Char- and, and Sasha. Dunzo. It's that easy. Can I, can I go back to the women's uh, rumble and gush over one little thing? Uh Victoria. No, 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 no. Shotzi. Shotzi going in oh. there, spending basically a cup of coffee, and then somebody on she Twitter. She shot poor Billy Kay. Yes, she shot <laughs> Billy Kay, and then. Somebody on Twitter like tries to call her out for like how short of time, and then her response was, "Hey, I never said I was here for a long time. I said I was here for a good, good time." time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love Shotzi. I love Shotzi so much. <laughs> oh god. Um, I think that's it for the Rumble Fallout. Okay. So how do you ma- so the road to WrestleMania is officially starting. So the WrestleMania so the WWE train is churning. Uh, hold hold on. I I want to I want to revisit something. And I'm just going to bounce this off of you cuz I know that you're going to blame me for it, but I want I want to uh, it's a new year. Either one of these Rumble matches would you make as strong of an argument as you tried to make last year saying that Rumble matches should be eligible for our match of the year? Interesting. Because we have this fucking argument every year, it seems like, almost. But this year, is it even worth it? Is it a moot point? Just between us girls? Uh-huh. Hi. If, hi. if the Rumble match was on our match of the year list last year, mm-hmm. it probably would have won it for me. Okay. The men's. Right. This year, I don't think I'm... I don't think either one 
it has that fervor that I I didn't okay. go I didn't walk around telling you and Arnold and Hector and Travis and Scott and everybody so, oh dude we that that that's yeah I didn't have that so I'm not gonna hear for the rest of the next eleven months ah oh, Robo matches for me I'm the match of the year not for me okay good maybe a couple of listeners will probably well, do it I now I mean you know whatever <laughs> he's still wrestling radio at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> if that thing's still active. Mm-hmm. So, it's if the active. WWE train is choo choo choosing to go to Mania with this, with all this momentum, AW <laughs> needed some artillery. Yeah. So, Moxley shows up on New Japan's Friday show, Strong, yeah. to face off with Kenta. How the fuck do you watch Strong on the network? On the New Japan Network. New Japan it's Network. on Friday at the okay. 7? Is it... Uh, uh, Weekly. Sub, not subtitles, but dubbed? Is it English? It's Kevin Kelly in English. It's an, it's an actual English presentation. So okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, not to be outdone. Last week, Kenta showed up on fucking Dynamite. Yes. <laughs> Which you missed. I missed. They got me. They got me. So, I... I so, I, you, what I did you choose? Have, I chose to watch Edge on NXT. Yeah, I, I tuned into NXT because I wanted to see you know what Edge was going to do. And that was I, in the I, middle of the show. You could have kept watching. You could have come. I could have, but I thought, well, maybe they're going to end something else with Edge later. And then we got the thing with Cross, and I was like, that still wasn't the end of the show. It was the end of the show. It wasn't. Well, I'm like, maybe there's something going to happen at the end of the show. They got me. They fucking got me. I should have known better. I should have switched over, but I didn't. And I just don't have the energy to watch four hours worth of wrestling in the middle of a work week. So two and a half if you fast forward in time. No, nah, even then, <laughs> even then, it's not. No, <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I, I had to choose, and I choose. I chose to watch NXT instead of AEW, and I immediately regretted my decision. Uh, so because I immediately got spoiled. <laughs> so that happened last week. Did you learn your lesson last night? No. The reason why is because I knew <laughs> that we were going to talk about the fucking NXT TakeOver. So I was like, fuck, I guess I may as well watch NXT since we're going to be talking about TakeOver on the show. So I watched NXT instead of AEW again. <sighs> so no, I did not learn my lesson. <laughs> so... There's one television show on Wednesday. Are we going to talk about Elias at all? Because if so, I'll save this. But if we're not going to talk about Elias, then... If you want to just pick up old, old Lulu and start strumming, you can go ahead. I haven't played with her in a while. Again, there's a lot of women that I can say that about, but... Yeah. All right, that's it. That's not enough of the okay, Elias talk. Good. There you go. Um, Sorry. There's so, a guitar here. So we got <laughs> WrestleMania going on WWE's side. Yeah. AEW's weekly television show currently has representation... Of four different brands. Yes. Thunder Rosa representing NWA. Yep. Got the Good Brothers holding down the Impact Tag Titles. Yep. And now you got Kenta opening the door. Yeah. The Forbidden Door for New Japan. Yep. And of course, the Dynamite Faithful. AEW Faithful. Right. Is that enough? No. You need to get ROH in there somehow. Somehow. I don't know how. But somehow, somebody from, from ROH is going to get pissed off. Uh, no, um, I, I like the idea of, of what they're doing. And I think it's less of getting these other companies involved and more of 
trying to figure out a backdoor way to get the Bullet Club reunited and start selling that good Bullet Club merch mm-hmm. uh, with everyone still all together, with the exception of like Finn and AJ who are stuck in, in the E. And? Um, and Cole, baby. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry, I forgot about Cole. Hector would have gutted you for that. Yes, he would have. He would have. Um, but if this means that somehow I get to see on Dynamite my new best friend, Jay White, I am fucking down. God damn, I love Jay White. Who's your new Jay White? My new Jay White? James Storm. Fuck that guy. James Storm sucks. And he sucked for a while. He sucked for a, a long time already. And people still cheer him like he's part of AMW. No, that dude is washed. I will boo this man. <laughs> How dare he team up with Shelly or Saban? Either one. How dare he? He's no replacement for any of Motor City Machine Guns. He'd, be, he'd barely be a replacement for beer money. And he was an original beer money. Fucking bring a good skipper. <laughs> <laughs> so now we tra- we we gracefully transition to Impact. They do it again. There's a new match that I had no idea was happening until you. I just saw like come spelled out in ones and zeros in my Facebook Messenger because you went all off on whatever this new thing is that Impact is giving us. So please, here's a towel. I explain what the fuck is happening now in Impact. All right. Chris, I'm going to ask you a question that you should know the answer to. Triple threat. Now, what... I see why you live with two women. What... What... what, Impact is doing, I was about to say AEW. <laughs> what Impact is doing is uh, a triple threat revolver. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So, hey, Abel, what the fuck does that mean? Apparently, there's uh, a match that's going to have eight guys in it, but we're going to start off with three. Regular triple threat rules, pinfall submission. If you get pinned or if you get submitted, you're eliminated, you're out. And then you get replaced by one of the other eight guys in line. Ah. So it's a gauntlet match, but a triple threat gauntlet match. So you start with three, you mow through the, the whole eight of them, you get down to two, then you eliminate the last guy, you're the last one standing, you win. So when it's down to the last three, it's yeah. not a triple threat match anymore, it's last person standing. So it's elimination. Yeah, it's elimination. So boop, boop. from three to two, and then from two to one. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that it's, last part I didn't catch. Yeah. So it, it's three. Rotate out. Rotate out. Rotate out until you you have the last guy. Then it's three down to two and then one. It, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know how impact is that, that is to make not, That is not as confusing as King of the Mountain. Right. So we'll start with that. That's true. <laughs> we'll That's true. That. That's true. So I, just by the rules of the match, I'm fucking intrigued. Now. When I did see it first posted on Facebook, because that's where I saw it in one of my wrestling groups, somebody posted it with the caption of, this a TNA-ass match. <laughs> Imagine if it was for the TNA title. Well, Dang. well it's for number one contender to the X Division title. Okay. That's that's what's on the line. Uh, Crazy-ass new match, and it's just the contendership? Is that for the title? The fuck? The only way I will let this match pass... Is if it goes long. You have eight people. This match should not be 20 minutes. This needs to be at least 35 to 40. 
so okay. that everyone gets time to shine and it doesn't feel like a fucking joke. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see some Diener dude just run in and then get rolled up five seconds later. Oh, right. there's one off the list. Oh. Yeah. That's not going to cut it. But, putting your feet to the fire. Yeah. There's an old saying that a rising tide floats all boats. Did you watch the six-man main event with Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers against um, uh, against Saban, pa, uh, Saban, uh, Rich Swan and Moose. Yes, maybe. It was a pay per view. You had to have the network. Then no. This new match is happening at No Surrender. Right. Are you gonna sign up for the network? Uh, I mean, let's not go crazy. <laughs> I I. <laughs> I We're mean, gonna have New Japan people on Dynamite. Are you gonna subscribe to the network? The New Japan World? Uh-huh. No, I got your login. Well, they... <laughs> the if they bring Ring of Honor in, because Ring of Honor is gonna have exposure uh-huh. on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. Are you signing up for Honor Club? No, fuck no. I actually could have done that years ago when <laughs> Ring of Honor was actually good. <laughs> fuck no. Uh, so what's the end game? The Wait. end game is for other suckers not as jaded as me, to actually put down their green. So they may not get me, but I'm a big fish, okay? But there's other little fishes that they're trying to get, and I'm sure it's working. I see these other fishes getting got, you know, and I appreciate it. And this match, I appreciate. This this revolver match, I appreciate that. All the shit that they're doing with all the intermingling of these other, other uh, promotions on Impact and all that, I appreciate it. I'm not going to go buy New Japan World. I'm just going to use your fucking login. You know? Uh, <laughs> so, the little fish. They're yeah. going for little fish. Yeah, they're going for them. So, Putos. so, in this parallel conversation, yes. do you understand why WWE has a Bad Bunny? Yes, I do. Why? Because Bad Bunny gets some little fish. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny is is very popular. I don't know if you know, sir. Bad Bunny is very fucking popular. Bad Bunny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In, uh, um, in Puerto Rico, more, right? Well, in Puerto Rico, but also other, you know, uh, Latin countries, uh, you know, Hispanic countries, Spanish-speaking countries. He's very, very popular. He's probably the, one of the hottest artists now. Here in the States, he may not be as well-known. He's probably yes. just... Yet, he's probably just like some people know him, some people don't know him. Oh, he was in that Corona commercial with Snoop. Yeah, or like, oh, he's playing backup to Cardi B. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a feature on some Cardi B songs. Yeah, that's how some people here in the States know him. But like, people that listen to Spanish music solely, like, he's the fucking hottest shit right now in, 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 you know, those, in those communities. So, yeah, he's, he's a big deal. <laughs> he is literally the same reason why Goldberg is still on our television for people that don't understand this. Yeah. Um, WWE videos on YouTube tend to get 200,000 views. 300,000 uh-huh. views. Yeah. Uh-huh. In the first 24 hours, Goldberg got 1.5 million views. Yeah. Up Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Bad Bunny got 1.25 yeah. million views in the first night when he showed up in the Rumble and. <laughs> did the, the dive off the top rope yep. on the Miz and Morrison. Mm-hmm. And then the next night, with your boy, Damian Priest. Yeah. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Bad Bunny's in the PC right now. You want to see him at WrestleMania in an actual match? One, two, three. 
Wow, we both thumbs up that. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, okay. This thumbs up is not representative of me as Chris. This is the, this thumbs up is representative as the purpose. I have been to uh, enough WrestleManias. I have seen enough WrestleManias to understand as a loud minority watching another minority on television that <laughs> this is that not everything at WrestleMania is for the hardcore fans. Right. This is something to hey 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 if I want to invite my sister hey you want to watch WrestleMania fuck no you know I don't like I don't want to like I don't like wrestling. I was like, hey, what if I told you Bad Bunny's going to be on there and he's actually going to try to fight? I'll bring brownies. All right. This this gets the casuals in your group. Yeah. We all have girlfriends. Yeah. We all have wives that look at us kind of funny because we look at men in their underwear play fight. Right. But if we have Bad Bunny on there walking around G.I. Bro and now he's going to actually be in the ring and do something, yeah. my my Facebook feed has been... I've, 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 I advertise wrestling. I advertise our show on there enough. Everybody knows I'm one of the wrestling people. So I have a lot of friends and coworkers that I didn't think I had to talk to telling me, yo, what's up with this bad bunny? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, welcome to the dark side. Yeah. It's five bucks on Peacock. <laughs> and that's the other part on the business side. You're gonna. This is gonna be WrestleMania is actually gonna be on Peacock. Oh, yeah. Fuck ton of people have Peacock more than they have the WWE Network. Yeah. You need something to hook the casuals to watch your show, and if order do they watch your show, you can hook them to maybe watch the next night, maybe buy some merch, maybe buy the next pay per view, or maybe buy something else. This is how you do it. Yeah, we've had Snooky, we've had fucking Hugh Jackman, we've had Rob Gronkowski, we've had so many attempts at at out at trying to get the outside attention that I understand why this is happening, mm-hmm. and to top it all off. Me personally, I can't hate a guy that's an actual fan of wrestling. Ding! Thank you. That's where my jump off point is going to be. Go. This guy made a tribute song to Booker T. <laughs> yeah. And I'm honestly not sure if this was before or after they said, hey, why don't you come and we'll, we'll start you know, cross-promoting you during WrestleMania season. Yeah. I'm honestly not sure if that's coincidence. If like... What came first, the chicken or the egg in this? Mm-hmm. But either way, I'm happy that there's those eggs and those chickens, mm-hmm. right? Um, because, again, I can't really hate on an actual wrestling fan. Snooki, uh, mm. you know. Uh, Mickey Rourke? Uh, okay, yeah, he got some cred from the movie The Wrestler. Okay, that's fine. Um, but it seems as though he's actually a fan uh, what was the name of the remember when they were doing the 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 guest uh um a uh, host of monday night raw and there was one guy that was like that we were like okay this guy isn't bad because he's actually you know, a fan i forget what his name was i think he was a, a, a saturday night live guy but he wasn't i don't know there was some dude that i remember mo- most universally amongst the iwc said him, he's cool. All the rest of these guest hosts, fuck them. But this you know guy, who it okay. might have been? I think it might have been Rampage because they were promoting. No, some... it wasn't Rampage. It was a white guy. You sure? It was a white guy. Because I remember Rampage being that back locker room. I was like, man, sign this fool, sign oh, this guy. It was John Stewart. John Stewart. John Stewart. Yeah, he's a big yeah, fan. He's been in Summer Slams. Yeah, and Bra- like, yeah. He's John's, done a lot. Of, the yeah. stuff with Seth. Yeah. <laughs> on the Daily yeah. Show. Yeah. And now, he, now here's the thing with Bad Bunny. I get it that, like, his music isn't for everyone. I get it that there's going to be a lot of racist motherfuckers out there who are going to be like, well, I'm just singing in Spanish. You're sitting right? next to my guitar. You would think I don't like Bad Bunny. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, the, the, I get it if you don't speak the language, right? But um, as somebody who sometimes DJs <laughs> on the side, um, I have be, I have been forced to be familiar with his musical stylings. And it ain't that bad. It ain't any worse than any of the other rappers that we have out here. Uh, and the only reason why people would compare him to Mumble Rap is because you don't fucking understand the language. Or he has an accent that's very particular. Yeah. But, like, as far as his enunciation when he's rapping, he's not Mumble Rapping. He's not fucking Tech 6 9 right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's a little bit more Post Malone. I know Post Malone gets thrown into the Mumble Rappers, but when you really listen to Post Malone, he's not... A mumble rapper, so to speak. He just came gave, in. I, he came in at the same time, and, and that's gave, where Bad Bunny is. And I gave Post Malone a pass when he covered the entire Nevermind album from Nirvana with Travis Barker. Ding! Oh yeah, Ding. that's good shit. Yeah. Go Google that. So, so I, I'm cool with him as a musician, but the fact that he is a wrestling fan and he's getting to do this and he's taking it seriously enough to where he's actually training at the PC. Yep, that's I'm the clincher. Way more okay with this. Yeah. Than with fucking Drew Carey. Right? <laughs> and I like Drew Carey. I fucking loved Whose Line Is It Anyway. I fucking loved his fucking sitcom. You know, uh, uh, I, I loved Drew and Carey. And his little skit in the Rumble match was actually kind of funny. It was funny, but at the end of the day, I was like, fuck Drew Carey. Yeah. But with Bad Bunny, I'm like, I can live with this. Yeah. And if it pisses off a few races, even more so. <laughs> Good. Piss them off. Die mad. <laughs> I've got a couple of candidates for match of the week. Okay. Uh, I, in loving memory to Hector, I have to say <laughs> Tanahashi. And R.I.P. Tony. Hector, did he die? <laughs> this weather, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Tanahashi Hiroshi. Hector's against, not dead, folks. Don't against worry. Against Takagi Shingo. Oh, Shingo Takagi! That, I love Shingo. It, it was good. It was really good. He's um, not as good as Jay White, though. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Beach Break, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker on Dynamite. Okay. Uh, easily the best match Britt Baker's had. They told a great story. Thunder Rosa lost. Protect, she was protected in the loss. I want to see more of it. Chances are we might see them head-to-head in the women's tournament that they announced. Um, but damn it, Bobby. My match of the week pick is the main event from last night's Dynamite that I had to show you. Yes. Um... I don't know if I want to go that far out there right now, but I will say I hadn't, I hadn't, I didn't get to watch it live because I slept through it last night. I watched this in my car during my lunch break, yeah, and I almost tipped my car over. I was laughing and moving around, so I had, I hadn't reacted like that since the three of us saw Stadium Stampede when we did our <laughs> match of the year review. Yeah, yeah. I was having glimmers of hope. That's my match of the week pick for now. Only I can uh, uh, ditto that. That's probably the best match that I've seen. Um, so yeah, I'm okay with making that our match of the whatever we're calling this now. Match of the weeks. I mean, match of the weeks is that we're gonna we're gonna call it because we don't record every week. So yeah, sure, why not? It's a match of the weeks <laughs> for the episode on February 11th. Recorded yes. February 11th. Yes. Yes. Is it too soon, or you already made up your mind on making it more than just Match of the Week? Too soon. Too soon? Too soon. You want to revisit this? We'll revisit this. Didn't we say we were going to do it quarterly? We could. 
Okay. I did want to. I did want to bring up the idea of having one match represent each brand. So if there was another New Japan Pro Wrestling match, then we would say, is it better than the one we have now? Okay. If it is, that takes the New Japan slot. If it doesn't, then whatever's in there it stays. Mm. And so, so we have at least representation from from <laughs> you know, everything. This would be a great idea if promotions weren't fucking intermingling. Because you could say, oh, this is the best New Japan match that happened on Impact. <laughs> and that's another AEW, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll revisit this the next time we have a third person to bounce this off of, and we'll go from there. Okay. Um, I did see, earlier before you showed up, I did see Leo Rush against Laredo Kid okay. on MLW. They uh, unified... The uh, AAA Cruiserweight title and the MLW Middleweight title. The match was okay. I was expecting a little more, but maybe they're saving that for later. Leo Rush won. So, so you said they combined the Middleweight and the what? The Cruiserweight from uh, from AAA. Oh, oh okay. And the Middleweight, which is their Cruiserweight division oh, in MLW. Okay, okay, okay. So Leo Rush. Okay. The Moneyweight champ, Leo Rush. Ah. Two belts. <laughs> so uh, Quitter from Real World Challenge or whatever is on the TV. Did yeah. you see his uh, that that get up that he had? I don't know if it was for that show. That was another promotion. Yeah, I saw what where I, he was basically Finn Balor, where he was yeah. like the demon Leo Rush, like the demon just inhabited in a different soul. Now that he's not like possessing the, the, Finn, it's called Symbiote. Ah, Symbiote jumped bodies, and now it's like I like this one. It's darker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Pulled a Miles Morales. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh. We have TakeOver coming up. Yes. The whole reason why we're recording tonight, now that we're an hour into our show, yes. is to preview. Especially that since we're using my monitor, my flat screen as the monitor for my computer, and we can see that we're one minute and an hour over. Yeah. Um, why can't you just fucking call it St. Valentine's Day Massacre? What's this Vengeance Day shit? I don't know. It's that episode from The Simpsons where it's like, we need to come up with another holiday because we're need we this holiday this month has no holidays. We need to generate revenue. Something like Love Day, but uh, better. Y'all make it up. Y'all figure it out. That's why I pay you. And two months later, Happy Love Day. <laughs> Fucking Vengeance Day. What the fuck? Uh, <coughs> That's my cornet rant for the week. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, because you can't just have vengeance. And, I mean, why, like, I don't know, it's like they're really trying to shoehorn it in, because aren't takeovers usually on Saturdays anyway, so... They've been flirting with Sundays for a while, I think last year they had takeover Portland on a Sunday, Yeah, and I think that was the first one they had on a Sunday. There was a couple of them that were on Sundays, but they're usually on Saturdays, but I don't see why you couldn't have just made this one on a Saturday? Like, are you really that, that, uh, afraid of No Surrender? (laughs) <laughs> like you don't want to be double booked with no surrender so instead you double book yourself with valentine's day like bitch i know you guys think that all wrestling fans are losers but uh i mean i got a wife to, to, well to this, i got plans on valentine's well, day and it doesn't include nxt well, well me, i mean I, you may not <laughs> let, me, let me make this clear just because i will be by myself in california on valentine's day does not make me a loser. And on the flip side, just because you're married and have your own place to live in, don't make you a fucking winner. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> oh. Murder 
first sex kill against grizzled young veterans for the men's Dusty Cup finals. Oh. Talk to me about MSK. I'm assuming that's murder, sex, kill. I'm assuming that's what that means. Um, because they never define it on television. I, I, I kind of, I'm kind of disappointed that Trey Miguel wound up staying in Impact and not going with the other two, because I think Dez and Wentz, and I'm not sure which one's which, but the white one, Wentz. That's Wentz. Okay, Wentz I think was the weakest out of the three, and I think Trey Miguel was the strongest out of the three. So, like, you got the the, the, the two-thirds that's not the best, right? So, uh, I like MS, uh, MS, Mystery Science Theater, whatever they're, they're fucking called. Um, <laughs> I like them, uh, but I'm also like, oh, they're not quite what they could be. So, uh, okay. Um... And, I mean, they definitely don't have the fucking stoner gimmick, which they could really, you know, put into your face when they were in, in Impact, but they can't do that on NXT, so it's like, what is an MSK? But we I, can do Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, like, it, it's it's ridiculous. So, it, they're like just this whatever cocky team that's cocky for no reason and they're good so they're pushing them so i guess we should care about them but what the fuck are they even you know so i don't know i I, i'm not it's weird because i'm sold on them but i'm not sold on them you know what i'm saying you abel morales are sold on them because you know who they are. Yes. You you are now seeing them on a television program that you're not used to seeing them. And that program has not made it clear to you and anyone else watching why you should love them there as much as you loved them before. Gotcha. And on the flip side, it might not be his fault, but Impact made sure which was the best of the three. Yeah, And maybe it's for the best that Trey stayed in Impact where he could probably, possibly, maybe, I would surely rather see him than Rich Swan be heavyweight champ. Oh, and shit. if Trey's already had an opportunity or several to be heavyweight champ, maybe that was the carrot that made him stay. Mm. Give me Trey Miguel versus Kenny Omega, brand versus brand. Oh, son of a bitch. How about that? Ooh. You're welcome. Ooh, my man. <laughs> if WWE won't listen, AW, find me on Indeed. Um, <laughs> or Impact. Uh, nah, their checks bounce. Um, <laughs> as much as I know what an MSK is from my interactions no, with them before. you know what the Rascals are. I know what the Rascals are. Yeah. I know the actors that play the Rascals are now playing these people. Right. I still have a bigger hard-on for now for the Grizzled Young Vets. I'm at a nine for this match. This is going to be fucking good. Really good. I'm at a seven for this match. Because I think the match is going to be fucking good. But I'm not sold on uh, on Mystery Science Theater. And I've softened on the Grizzled Young Vets. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't really know who the fuck they were when they won last year. Mm-hmm. Or when they went to the finals last year. But I was like, okay, they had a good showing. Show me more. And they showed me less over the course of the year. Was that because of COVID? It was because of COVID. I'm not really watching UK, you yeah. know, to, to really... But on NXT proper, you know, 
they 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 were nowhere. They mm-hmm. they were like, oh, these were the guys that were good in the Dusty Cup last year. You remember them, right? Uh, yeah, I guess I remember them. What did they do since then? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were probably just a fluke, a flash in the pan. That's it. So I'm like, meh. And it doesn't help that the people that beat them in the finals aren't even together anymore either. Yeah. So yeah. meh. I I mean I could just by a uh, uh, virtue of having both of these teams properly built up more before the 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 tournament, mm-hmm. I I could easily be at a ten because I know both of these teams can go. But the story for you is not there. But the story's not there, which reminds me. Semifinals, Grizzled Young Vets versus Champa and uh, Thatcher. Thatcher. Was it that good? That could be a match of the week candidate. Match of the weeks candidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know if that's gonna beat the dynamite. Um, uh, kerfuffle. Yeah, kerfuffle. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna beat that, but it was damn good. That's what I was thinking was going to be my match of the weeks before you ca- I came here and you showed me the the dynamite main event. <laughs> Who you got winning the whole shebang? Um, I'll tell you what, it's going to be an actual tag team. Yes, it will, <laughs> finally. Uh, it, it, I, th- I think they're going to go with uh, uh, MDK 3000. Uh, the yeah. Mighty Don't Kneel? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, 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 I TM61? Yeah, I think they're going to go with Des and Wentz. Um, um, I don't think that they're going to give it to the Grizzled Young Vex- Vets two years in a row. Well, I mean, again, they didn't win last year, but they just went to the final. I don't know. I mean, I'm picking Grizzle Young Vets because they need, they need it. I think that's what they need for them to get your attention again. Okay. And I think a feud building up to a number one contendership between the Vets and Murder Sex Kill, if that's what their name is, that that might be what what you need to get back into both. Maybe teams. MSK is some sort of weird stoner reference. I'll let you know when I come back from California. (laughs) (laughs) Ding. You know you don't have to go that far. You can just go to Colorado, right? 16-hour drive to Colorado, three-hour flight. Um, (laughs) uh, How about the women? A nice pairing between Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. That's Mm -hmm. a nice fit. Yes. Against the pairing of Ember Moon and Shotzi. Yeah. Where are you at for the women? I absolutely love Shotzi. And I've, I've loved Ever, Ever Mood ever since she was trouble here at Booker T's mm-hmm. PWA, right here in Houston, Texas. Bang, bang. Uh, and I so, like this new like Blade Runner-ish yeah. kind of uh, Ember. The I like the theme, look. Everything, yeah. Where she's trying works. to kind of meld with, with uh, Shotzi's gimmick. Yeah. It, I, I, it, it's cool. I like it. Yeah. And um, You can really make a Terminators team out of them both. Yeah. And make yeah. it work. Yeah. yeah. Shotzi with the tank, Ember on a motor. Which, am I allowed to be a bit of a hypocrite? Sure. I'm going to be a space here. Okay, I'm going to be a hypocrite. Despite the fact that there's not a whole lot to build those two as a team. And there was one round less in the women's match. There was only eight teams in the women, 16 in the men. Exactly. Despite all that, I'm at a fucking nine. I'm also at a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Now, with Raquel and Dakota, there's story there. They're established. Cool. But the other two, Shotzi, Shotzi and Ember. I just love them so much that I don't care that that I, we don't have a story for what is a Shotzi and an Ember. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so so they're not the same as MSK. Right? MSK is like a 
like, here's a package of a team, but I don't know what the fuck it is. These two, they don't have a story as a team, Ember and Shotzi, but I know enough of Ember established in NXT and WWE canon. I know enough of Shotzi established in WWE canon that when you put them together, it's like, okay, well, they're a mishmash team, but they're really solidifying throughout this tournament. Yeah. So I don't need the, the pretense that I'm missing from MSK of who the fuck are you, right? Yeah. They're, 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 okay, we know who the fuck they are. They don't really belong together, but goddamn, they do belong together. Okay, this is the team I didn't know I wanted. Um, and they're going up against Raquel and Dakota. Sign me up. Yes, yes, daddy, I want some more. Who you got winning? Uh, the actual established team of uh, Dakota and uh, and Raquel. I think uh, they've been pushing Raquel a whole lot. They done been pushing Dakota forever. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I, I think the, the, they're gonna take it. They're gonna be the winners. Although I would be very pleasantly surprised if um, Ember and uh, Shotzi win and actually become a legit team. Now remember the stipulation for this: whoever wins. Gets a shot at the women's tag team championships as well. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's why I'm leaning towards um, Dakota and Raquel. Okay, you have time to to marinate Shotzi and Ember to make them an actual team. Yeah, Raquel and Dakota are an actual team. Right, but the cherry on top is. It's kind of weird that I'm going to explain this because I don't want to see a heel versus heel. But you do have story with um, fucking Dakota Kai getting her arm broken every fucking time by Shayna Baszler. And now she has help to help her beat Shayna Baszler, finally get that revenge. Because Dakota never got any revenge from from from, uh, from all those whoopings she got. She never got her comeuppance. I don't see Shotzi being a threat to Nia. For fuck's sake, give me Raquel and Nia. Ye- beef, yeah. yes. Filet mignon, beef. Beef. Give it to me. Yes. You can build a good story there. Yeah. And even if their faces just for one night to go back on the rag on NXT, but <laughs> but Raquel and fucking Dakota Kai against Nia and and Baszler. Yeah. I want that. Hell, you can put that either on uh, the takeover if there's another takeover before Mania. Or not to be negative, put that on the Mania pre-show. Give put give them the rub and put okay. the women's title on. Fuck it, there's gonna be 16 matches in two nights. Put them on the goddamn card. Yeah, put them on there, and that could steal a show depending on what night they're on compared yeah. to whatever ends the show. But all right now, I'm just thinking beef. Give me Nia and Raquel, and I'm gonna cheer Raquel on all. You know the way. what? If I see Raquel do a regular old fashioned. Hogan, Andre, WrestleMania 3, body slam on fucking Nia. I'll mark out. <laughs> I'll mark yeah. out for a body slam, yeah. okay? And when's the last time I marked out for a fucking body slam? Bad Bunny? Well, <laughs> well I was say maybe Luger and Yoko, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, Johnny Gargano against Kushida. For the North American strap. Where you at? Nine. <laughs> uh, What's keeping you from the DS? Uh, oof. 
I don't know what's keeping me from the the DS the ten. Um, I don't know. There's just a certain sparkle that isn't there to push me up up, over it. Is it because Gargano's just fucking boring? No, Gargano's not boring. Not to me. Um, what happened last night was great. I love that promo where he's in the wheelchair telling Austin Theory to turn him to go look at Regal and then Regal doing his thing. Well, why don't we ask uh, Kushida? Well, I mean, why would you cast Kushida? Why are you... Yeah, then Kushida was standing right there behind him and then, oh, shit, there he is! Like, that, <laughs> that was hilarious and I loved it. I saw and, the promo two weeks ago where the new girl was asking Gargano questions and he was like, I like you. You're not like the other idiot. And I was like, I got one more question for you. Do you even work here? Let's go to Regal's office right now and make sure you get the fuck out this bitch. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I don't think Gargano's boring. I think he's evolving. Um, He's... he's Really showing off his comedic side, which I didn't know he had. It's a bit dry. It took me. It's taken Maybe. me a while to get used to it, but I'm getting there. Uh, I'm there already. I'm okay. Maybe with I'm it. just being brainwashed by Cornette's undying hatred of Carcano. <laughs> Fuck Cornette. <laughs> so yeah, no, no, I, I I dig it, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I'm, I'm just not at a ten. I, I can't really defend it. I don't know why. It has a certain something that's missing, but I, I can't explain it. Um, maybe I'm not at a... Maybe the question isn't, why are you not at a 10, but why are you at a 9 and not at an 8, uh, really? And I think the reason why I'm bumped up to that is because I, I like the way Kushida's been clever attacking Gargano. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like the way Gargano's been acting with this whole new stable that he has. Um so yeah, I I think this otherwise would be at like an eight, but the stories brought me up to a nine. On paper, I'm at about a seven. Okay. Um, we've we've said this ad nauseum. The show I'm watching live every week is Dynamite, so I don't have the attachment to a lot of the feuds that are going on right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I catch pieces and clips and pieces on the flip side days or weeks after. Um, but this is one of the matches that I'm looking forward to the most because I know what Kushida can do in his division, and I think a match with him and Gargano could really put them both over. Okay. So, I'm going to go out on a limb and have Kushida win. Gargano's held that belt for a minute. Cool. Yeah. What about you? Who you got winning? Kushida. Triple threat for the women. Mercedes Martinez. Mm. Tony Storm. Mm. Io Shirai. Mm. What's your anticipation? Ten. What the duck? Chris, let me ask you a question. What is my favorite match stipulation? Revolver matches. But no, triple no, threat. Triple threat. Matches. Triple threat. <laughs> the jury's still out on the revolver match because I gotta actually see it first. If you see it. Right. I'll try to see it. I'll, I'll try. Um, no, ten. Uh, um, yeah, because I, I love triple threat matches, and when they're booked right and with interesting people, I like it even more. And Io Shirai's been great champion. Uh, I love Tony Storm so much. Uh, the story with Tony and, and Mercedes, and Mercedes trying to get involved in the main event, and I love that, that little, like, that, that subtle shade where it's like look i'm focused on eo why are you interrupting kind of like t- 
Tony trying to brush off Mercedes Martinez when that will probably just piss her off even more. Like, I love that. Um, and so I, I think there's enough heat there to where this could be a really badass match. I know all three of these girls can go. The match itself will be really good. Uh, I like the story in, out, whoever wins. Um, and I think it's Tony's time. I think Tony will, will snatch it. I agree. It's Tony's time. Yeah. Nine. Nine? Just on paper. Yeah. Okay. And again, if, it, if I, if I would have been watching this consistently on a weekly basis, I probably would have been at a 10 with you. Um, and I got Tony winning too. Okay. Um, I'm curious to see who, who they'll feed to Tony once EO gets her rematch. I might think that EO might be showing up to SmackDown after WrestleMania. I think it's time. Okay. All right. We're almost done. I promise. <laughs> Finn Balor, Pete Dunn, men's title. Go. I'm going to say an eight. Um, I love Pete Dunn when he was a, became the first UK champ. We were all fucking gushing and falling, fawning all over this dude. Um, but now at this particular juncture for this particular match, I don't think he's winning. I think it's kind of predictable that Finn's going to win it. I don't think we're going to get a swerve. Um, so that kind of brings my anticipation level down a little bit. I could be at a, like a 9 or a 10 if there was a little bit more uncertainty. If this wasn't WrestleMania season, if, um, they had, if WWE and NXT have proven that they have more faith in him to be more of a threat to Finn, then, okay, maybe, you know, but I, I don't think he's there, so it's pretty obvious Finn's gonna win, so it takes my anticipation level down. Watch you. By the way, I got Finn winning. <laughs> Seven? Okay. I like Dunn wrestling. I obviously love Finn. I have a weird doubt that it's not going to fit well. That they're not going to mesh well together. Their styles aren't going to go, are going to fit one-on-one. Hmm. I want to be proven wrong. Um, so I'm going to leave it at the seven. I got Finn winning. Uh, but I do have something else. Okay. Because I've made this complaint before. I made this observation before. I know you're going to shit on it. Oh, no. WWE has tried sending people from the main roster to NXT to help boost NXT's ratings in the Wednesday night skerfuffle. Mm -hmm. And it didn't really work. I am under the contention that instead of sending people from the main roster down to NXT, or not down to, but to NXT, you should have some showcase matches with NXT talent on Raw or SmackDown so that people that watch Raw or SmackDown could be like, I want to see more of that guy. Treat Let me go check out NXT. Treat it like a fucking third brand yeah. instead of developmental, and that way you have the matches for the pay-per-views with all three brands. Yeah. I have the Miz cashing in on Finn Balor. What? And Miz doesn't go back to NXT at all. People have to go from NXT to challenge him on Raw or SmackDown <laughs> as a showcase. <laughs> and maybe Miz at Mania drops it to somebody. Maybe die to Killer Cross. Oh. Something. But you want to get people's attention on the road to WrestleMania. That's one way to do it. And I'm going to go out on a limb, a thousand to one, Vegas odds, 
that the Miz cashes in on Balor after Balor beat after Balor survives Pete Dunne, and the Miz doesn't go back to NXT. People from NXT have to go on to get him. And you know what could really work for that is um, not necessarily the Miz because I don't think the Miz's style will work really well with NXT. Morrison. I think Morrison's style will work. So Morrison could be the. The, the mini boss. The mini boss. Like, okay, well, the Miz isn't here tonight on NXT, but I am. And if you want a shot at Miz on SmackDown, you got to get through me. And then you have like a badass fucking match between Morrison and whoever. Kylo. Kylo. Whoa, God. <laughs> Morrison and Kylo. Morrison and Theory. Morrison and Gargano. Morrison and Champa. Morrison and Cole. Morrison and goddamn anybody on that fucking roster. You know? Yeah. Morrison and Finn. Morrison and Dunn. Morrison and Thatcher. <laughs> Imagine the Miz getting demolished by Thatcher and Morrison oh. saving him. Yes. There's so this is literally a thousand ways to die, starring the Miz and the Morris and Morrison saves him from every single one. <laughs> but after four or five weeks, you get half a dozen people on these shows that a casual fan that you've got hooked because of Bad Bunny. Or because the old timers in your demographic that remember Edge when they were in WrestleMania 17 and now Edge is going to yeah. fight Roman, you're going to get these old timers that are going to be like, hey, that guy with the hands in his ears reminds me of Shawn Michaels. Yeah. This other guy, what the fuck is up with that with the new uh, new Edge? No, that's Finn Balor. Oh, I, new need Edge. Go, I need to go back. What's this? Let me go talk. Let me mute that 15 minute slipknot intro yeah. and then actually watch <laughs> wrestling. And holy crap, who's this chick? Yeah. You know, and, and it didn't work that way. It didn't work going south. Maybe it'll work going north. And yeah. have people, instead of moving people to NXT, have the NXT people show up. You, you saw how much chatter got during Survivor Series that year that Adam Cole wrestled Daniel Bryan in the main event. Yeah. And then wrestled, was it Seth Rollins in the main event of Raw? Yeah. People were talking all week. And then the other, the other uh, episode where the after Saudi, the flight got canceled, so it was, NXT took over SmackDown. Yeah, Everybody was, was cool. talking about that shit. That was a good show. You need that. Yeah. You need that. And the, and the same rub-off that happened with Rhea and Charlotte, Charlotte going to NXT and challenging, and all that back and forth. That got a lot of people's attention. That could help with The Miz. Because right now, honestly, I don't see The Miz cashing in on Roman, and I don't see The Miz cashing in on McIntyre. Who else is there? Cash in on Finn. And their badass matches oh, in the man. Intercontinental Feud. WrestleMania yeah. 34. Yeah. He threw in Seth in there with Finn and, and the Miz. Miz held his own against two indie wrestlers. Yeah. Why not? Okay. That's yeah. I mean, that's creative as fuck. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Now, whether or not WWE has the cojones to do it. I'm already like, shaking my head. Look yeah. at this. Yeah, no. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. I mean, that's fantasy booking probably at its best, but yeah. that's a good fantasy. <laughs> Overall, quality over quantity, takeover, Valentine's Day massacre, Vengeance Day, The Reckoning. I'm going to go with a nine overall. Eight and a half? Okay. Nothing I, I gave was really low. Mm -hmm. All the matches I gave were pretty high. If you if I did the math, if I put my banker tie on, it'd probably come out at eight and a half. Um... Takeovers have always been good to us if we don't watch enough the weekly television that within 60 seconds before a match, we'll know exactly why it's happening and we'll already be yeah. hyped like if we just saw every week's episode of NXT. Yeah. Um, I don't see anything on here that could disappoint me. 
and I hope nothing does. Um, eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Now, these are our ratings, but you're gonna be in California. I'm gonna be on Valentine's mode. <laughs> what are the chances that we're actually even gonna fucking watch it? I just gave it a nine. You gave it an eight and a half. That usually means we should fucking watch this. Are we gonna? I'm probably going to have an hour and a half to two hours just out of uh, precaution at the airport with free Wi-Fi. So I'm probably going to watch most of this on Monday. Okay. Um, if I'm at a brewery that has good Wi-Fi, I might even start watching it on Sunday. If not live, then definitely at the Airbnb before I go to bed. Okay. To see, or at least to watch. If something big happens, I'll watch that first. Like, I probably won't watch this in order. You'll wait for spoilers and then go back and see what you... Something like that, yeah. And hopefully it won't change my perception because it already happened and I already knew about it. But I'm yeah. probably going to... Chances are I'm going to start with the main event first, even if I don't get spoiled. So... And then the rest of the matches. It's a shame that we don't have Travis here. As you remember, he was the professor, the historian, yeah. right? I could just ask him to fact check me on something and he would just, you know, do it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to try this with you, Chris. St. Valentine's Massacre. Mm -hmm. Were any of those pay-per-views or shows on actual fucking Valentine's Day? There was only one. Only one. And it was on Valentine's Day itself. Yes. In the Pyramid, Nashville, Tennessee. How well did it actually fucking do? Did it matter? Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vince McMahon in the Steel Cage. That's all anybody remembers. Well, the debut of the giant Paul White big show. Okay. And Ms. McMahon bringing his fucking back. <laughs> okay. Because but that match actually did happen on Valentine's That show did actually happen on Valentine's Day. Okay. That was the only Valentine's Day massacre WWE's ever had. Okay. Yeah. So, the reason why I, I, I'm questioning it is because the well, whole reason why I'm not watching a show that I'm at a fucking nine for NXT, which we always love, is because it's... On Valentine's Day, like I, I, I have to say, what the fuck are you thinking? Putting on a show on Valentine's evening, you know? A am I that crazy? Am I that critical? Or have I just been in love for too long that I forget what it's like to be a single bachelor? <laughs> it's probably just timing. I doubt okay. that they wanted to give another free NXT on USA over two weeks. Okay. Um. And it's not so much... You're looking at the wrong end. Okay. You're focusing too much on why it's happening this year on Valentine's Day. St. Valentine's Day Massacre 99. Six million people were watching Raw every week. Pro wrestling was accepted by the general audience. It was water cooler talk. There were friends that wanted to watch this. If there were people that were watching the Attitude Era from the moment Stone Cold Stunner Vince McMahon in 1997... They were ready to finally see one-on-one -on -one Vince McMahon versus Steve Austin inside a steel cage. Yeah. Imagine it being the equivalent of The Mandalorian now. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're a fan of Star Wars. You're fucking watching Mandalorian. <laughs> you love Baby Yoda. Gino Carano was looking good in that show when she was on that show. Womp, womp. 
Yeah. So it's it's universally accepted. NXT is a hyper niche audience, hyper niche product. Okay. For a niche audience that fifty percent of them are probably are not going to do anything for Valentine's Day other than watch wrestling. Okay. <laughs> okay. And on that note, why did WWE of all places announce that Keith Lee and Mia Yim are married or getting or engaged? Why not? Because isn't she uh, Retribution? No, no. And isn't we... he uh, not Retribution? No, no, no. no, no. They, Keith uh... Lee is Keith Lee. And Mia Yim, we haven't seen her in a while. She was on NXT, and we don't, we don't know what happened to her. I would I would never marry a woman that cost me a rumble match. Never. <laughs> maybe Regardless, he, maybe he cost her a rumble match. Highly doubt it. I've seen videos online of Katie Catanzaro partying hardcore over the weekends, the last couple of weekends, crowded clubs, Florida, no mask, no nothing, and you're getting all these scares and you're being around legends and all this stuff around COVID and still having that mentality that it doesn't affect you, you know, or watching, you're hearing to, uh Tweets of Nia Jax is like, oh, you've, you have you heard the whole Nia's like, yeah, is something about her hole or something. <laughs> yeah, COVID's going up her hole. Yeah. Question is, which one? She has many. <laughs> um, regardless, we've interviewed Keith a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Cool guy, anime freak. Part of me has to be happy for them, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna. Good. So stop being an asshole. I am definitely happy for Tyler Rex. Oh yes. What's uh uh, uh Gina? Uh uh now Gabby Tufts. Gabby, not Gina, Gabby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's cool, you know. Um Yeah. She came out. Yeah. Trans? Yeah. Yeah. And she is uh, now a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Gabby Gabby something. Not Gabby Rex. No, it's Ga- it's uh, uh, Gabe Tuft, T-U-F-T-S. And now it's Gabby Tuft. Gabby Tuft. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and they were on an episode of this uh, uh, homemaking show where they uh, remodeled their ho- their home or whatever. I think I remembered that from. A oh, while really? Ago. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so good for her. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do this again in two weeks. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be doing. Uh, Revolution. Yeah. Previewing AEW Revolution. No, I'm sorry. Previewing AEW Revolution? Wait. What are we doing? We might be doing this again next week. Otra vez. Por qué, wey? In the Nation Chamber. Hi. We can skip it if you want to skip it. No, no, we ain't going to skip it. Whatever the schedule is, is the schedule. Okay. Elimination Chamber. So next, next Thursday. Yeah. Hopefully in front of a in front of a live video camera. Yes, hopefully. Damn. Hector, damn it! Oh my god, it was so. This thing was snake bitten from fucking jump. Yes, it was. We had such a fucking dirty that this. Oh god. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're good. Uh, awesome. Well then, is that a show? Uh, unless you have anything else to offer. I uh well uh let's see here. What's the next DCW? The twentieth, uh, so that's not this Saturday, but next Saturday, DCW's uh, the twentieth. So we're gonna have 
um, Jason Sullivan versus uh, Nate Slater um, with David Dubron, special guest referee, because things got a little bit out of hand. Um, and this is now also going to be a Sin City street fight per request of Mr. Jason Sullivan. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be pretty crazy. Um, I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen, but they damn near tore down the house with it being a, just like a regular match without a stipulation. Uh, they fought all over the place and uh, it, it got pretty wild and crazy. Um, and then also <laughs> um, the feud with Romeo Falcon and uh, Alistair has escalated to the point where um, Romeo threw a fireball into Alistair's face uh, and burnt his eyes. So Romeo is suspended and um, the only way he'll get unsuspended is if Alistair is okay and will allow him to come back because if he wants to fight him. That's the only stipulation. Ooh. Duperon said, you're suspended. The only way we're going to unsuspend you is if Alistair wants you in the ring. If he ever comes back to the ring, if he's not blinded after the fucking fireball thrown in his in eye. That's a nice eye. little wrinkle. I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah. Suspended yeah. unless the wrestler you hurt wants his revenge. Exactly. Which you know he does, but... But he has to get cleared because he had a fucking fireball thrown yeah. in his face. You grow back his eyebrows. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And not come back in two weeks like Randy Orton with an inside-out wrestling mask and then take the mask off and he's just fine. Yeah. I thought it was a bra that he had on his face with little holes cut out. <laughs> I think it was an A cup. It was a, well, yeah. no, it had to be like an H, <laughs> a triple H. <laughs> Time to play the game. <laughs> Surprised you <laughs> spit anything out. <laughs> <laughs> on it that sounds note, like that's a show. <laughs> yes, adios, my friends. Keep it classy. <sighs> Sweet Jesus. <laughs>